Hello and welcome to Port Troidcast, episode 21. As always, I'm Rick. On this edition of the podcast, I sit down at the Stars Denver Film Festival with director Anna Mastro. Her short film, Bench Seat, a musical version of the play by Neil LeBute, screens tonight, November 4th, 2011, at 9.15 p.m. as part of the Shorts 3 program, and tomorrow, November 5th, 2011, at noon. If you're in the Denver area, please do yourself a favor and go see this short film. And now, enjoy my interview with Anna Mastro. Cool. All right. Hello, Anna. Hello. We're here at the uh, Denver Film Festival. We're in the Filmmaker's Lounge. Uh, welcome to Denver. Thank and you. We were just talking about you. You've been here for a few days now. Uh, walked a couple of the red carpets. And uh, your uh, short film, Bench Seat, uh, screens tonight for the first time. Yes. Uh, 9.15 p.m. Today is uh, November 4th, 2011. And uh, tomorrow you also have the screening at noon, I believe. Mm-hmm. And you're in the Shorts 3 package. Yes. I think so. Yes, I believe that's that's accurate. So, what? Um, well, let's let's start at the beginning. You, okay. um, from what I read online, you moved from Seattle to Los Angeles and uh, got started as an assistant to Mick G, right? I, I worked for a couple of other producers first in development. So I worked for Jerry Bruckheimer and I worked for this guy Mark Hinton, and then I met Mick G and uh, wanted to work for a director like badly because I hate being in the office. <laughs> And um, I loved it. Like he was uh, a really great boss because he kind of like took you everywhere. Like you got to do everything, so it was cool. Excellent. And then, and were you? What was your role in it for that? Uh, uh, for with me. I was his assistant for three years, and then I stayed at the company, and I was a production exec, and I produced a horror film called Stay Alive, and a Bravo special, and. A, reality series and some other stuff. All right, excellent. Yeah. And, and you've uh, directed a lot of commercials and uh, some music videos as well. Yeah. And it, was that just an offspring, uh, part of working for that same company, or was that something? No, um, we had done, McGee used to do music videos, right, and yes. I always loved videos, And but he didn't do very many when I worked for him, only a couple. And so, like, the last sort of year I was there, I would sort of find a band and say, hey, can we shoot a video on the weekend, or whatever it was, yeah. just to sort of start, and I kind of fell in love with it. Right. Was that when you moved to Los Angeles? Was, was it to become a director? Was that your your goal? It was, was that to your work aim? in film, okay. and I I wanted to be a director, but I was still sort of just wanted to like learn everything. Yeah. You know, it's it's sort of a hard career. You want to make sure you really love that part of it right. before you kind of go in that direction. But yeah. Okay. And did you study film, or was it just by going out there and doing it? I didn't. I, University of Washington in Seattle, where I went to school, we didn't have a film program. So you could take film study kind of classes, like comparative literature classes and and stuff like that, but there was no film. So like you would kind of volunteer and stuff, or I would shoot a lot of 8mm films just on my own, because we have like a really great 8mm lab in Seattle, Ford. And um, I don't know. I just like loved everything about movies. Right. And then so then after after your your work with McGee, you went off and on your, essentially on your own yeah. and uh, directed commercials, as I mentioned, and uh, music videos. Yeah. Um, what do you see kind of as, as different your, your differing approach to those things? One is essentially marketing for a product, and the other is uh, marketing for a, a band. You know, representing their music to. In, in a visual form. Right. I think I've been really lucky with the commercials I've gotten to do that they are a little bit like videos and that they kind of have this sort of like, 
you know, romantics. They're not like toilet paper covers. Right, yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, like we still get to shoot um, sort of these really cool images, and, and that's why I love it. Hopefully I can keep doing that. But with videos, you know, you sort of get to tell a story in three minutes, and that's really fun. Yeah, definitely. Um, so then you've you've moved on to short films, essentially. Yes. Uh, you directed a film called Matter. Yes. And then now here at the film festival, you have Bench Seat. Uh, what, uh, what what drew you to to storytelling in that in that direction? Matter was a little bit different because it was someone else's project that I was like essentially brought on to direct, so I didn't get to develop it. But it was sort of this like noir kind of thriller thing, um, and then. With Bench Seat, it was like I, I really wanted to make a musical. Like I, it sort of all came from me, so it was like my baby. Yeah, um, I saw you you, you started you had a Kickstarter. Uh, yes, that's how we raised our money. To raise the money, and um, what? Still, everyone worked for free, but that's yeah. how we raised our money. Right, yeah, you do need you do need money to, to put to put it out there. Um, so you you put it out on Kickstarter. You wanted to make a musical. Um, what was the inspiration to use a, a Neil Butte play and, and uh, essentially make it a, a musical? Well, or a short play? I, I don't even know. It was it was part of a. It's part of, of Autobahn, which right. is like I think they did it off Broadway. So it's a bunch of like little ones, one acts right. in, in cars essentially, um, and it was fantastic. And I hadn't seen it performed, but I had read it and I had mm-hmm. read his work. I actually met him in LA 10 years ago he was talking at something and we sort of both love foreign films and we kind of became friends and I had gone up for a Hollywood musical you know five times over two months and I didn't get the job but I got really close and it was because I didn't have like a really structured narrative thing to show them and so they were nervous and so I was sort of complaining to him. I was like, I'm going to make my own musical. Like, screw this. And he, he said, I, I have a script that I think could be a good musical. And I was like, yes, hell yes. <laughs> he's uh, one of my favorite writers. And I don't know, I think he's probably like one of the most prolific, at least in theater, you know, writers of sort of this time, for sure. Yeah. And, and he, he always has uh, an interesting take on the story where it goes in a direction you don't expect it. And and I, when I was watching, I didn't. I, when I, I've, I've seen your, your short film and I, and I thought it was great, as I mentioned to you earlier. But I didn't know that it was a musical going into it. So yes. I was kind of like, wait a second, you know, this is a, it's an interesting twist because I just expected. Well, you know, I, I love love Neil Mubiut plays and. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I tried to go out and see him as much as possible, and so um, that's why that's what drew me to it. And then I was watching, it and then it became a musical. I was like, Wait a minute, this is this is interesting. You know, the kind of a new take on it. So. A lot of people say that, and they're not expecting the, the Neil be a musical. Although I think someday he probably will make a musical, and it will shock everyone. But um, you know, it's a it's a really odd, different thing because he didn't sort of write the music, but the music right. sort of stems right out of the script. So it's, I don't know, it was an interesting experiment. Yeah. Is that the direction you're looking to, to go with your career, is, is into Hollywood musicals? I definitely want to make musicals. Yeah. I want to make everything. I love film and I, I love every genre, really. Um, but that is one in particular that I'm in love with and, and would love to have the privilege to make, yeah. Excellent. So so you're, you're looking to, to stem into to feature-length film? Yes. Okay, great. Um, and the shorts opened up a lot of doors. I mean, I met, yeah. I've met every producer I've ever wanted to work with at every studio, and you know, I, I, it's kind of on me now. Like, what, what, what's next? So, I'm trying yeah. to figure it out. 
and I was watching the film and I saw there was a cameo by uh, Kevin Pollack sitting there. Yes. It's just a, another surprise. <laughs> well, I guess not going to be surprised if people hear that, but still, uh, I just found that interesting that uh, you know, he, that he, he just agreed to, to kind of be there as well, almost he, he extra. Well, he had shot something that he was in and I said, I'm shooting this short, you know, in a month, like, would you just play a cameo? Would you just come by? And he was like, well, send me the script and stuff, and I'll, I'll think about it. And I was like, okay. So three or four days before, I was like, hey, I haven't heard from you. Like, are you going to do this? And he said, yes, I'll be there at this time. And I was like, okay. So he walked into the door of the stage, you know, right on time. On the night we were shooting his scene, and we were shooting the guy's sort of dance number, and then we were going to shoot his part. And he sort of said to me, like, he showed up by himself. He had his coffee. He's like, so I'm going to be here for two hours. And if you don't shoot me, I'm leaving. And I want you to know, like, the last short I was in, like, was nominated or won an Academy Award or something. And I was like, okay, no pressure. Thanks. <laughs> All right. And um, he sort of sat down in this chair right next to me at the monitor. And as we were shooting the guy's dance number, he's like, this is amazing. This is, like, so cool. Like, you got to release this on iTunes. you got to release this music. And he got super into it. And yeah. he was so wonderful to work with. Yeah, I liked I liked the visual component of, of the, the film as well. It was very beautifully shot, and it, I liked the, the direction that you did. Um, and it does, as you were saying, it kind of leads into look what I can do with uh, a musical type uh, of, of uh, short in this case. Yeah. So I think I think that, that does bode well for a, a good future. <laughs> well, it was fun, you know. Like it's just kind of like I had this sort of crazy dream of how I wanted to do it, and you sort of go around for months and tell people how you're going to do it, and they just look at you like you're nuts. But I don't know. It, it somehow worked. I think if you just keep saying the same thing over and over again, somehow it happens. Certainly. Maybe. Yeah. So, is there anything else you have coming up? Uh, is, this, is this what you're? Is this your push right now, or, or what do you what do you have on the horizon? Uh, I actually have. Uh, I'm I'm gonna pitch a feature musical yeah. that I'm writing, so I'm really excited about that, and hopefully, people will want to make it. And uh, no, it's been great. There's a lot of great projects, and just sort of figuring it out. I don't know exactly what's next. All right, excellent. Well, thank you so much thank for your you. time, and uh, it's great meeting you. You too. Thanks. I hope you enjoyed my quick interview with director Anna Mastro. Look for your chance to catch her short film, Bench Seat. You can also see some of her commercial and music video work on her website, animastro.tv. Thanks, and until next time, this is Rick saying goodbye forever.